Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. It's DJ Damis. Let's get this show started. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and we are in our new location. We have been kicked out Ooh. of the former location. Yeah. <laughs> when the glow up happens, we got Kate Michelle in the building, so now we really hey. good. Hey. Why they kick you out? What'd you do? I didn't sign a contract that didn't have no money in it. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I mm-hmm. mean, you ain't going to sign no contract if there's no money in it. No, not. Mm-mm. No. So the last time I talked to you, we were actually just sitting down on, on my couch and yeah. having a conversation that felt so organic. It was literally like me and you talking on the phone. She's amazing. I just wanted to say, you. you know, just for everybody, thank you so much. She sent me flowers when um, I was, you know, when the accident had happened. It was really kind. We we had never met. Uh-huh. Oh, you guys um, had never met? We had never met. Oh, wow. And she sent me flowers. No, I mean, she was she was calling me to for your address. Yeah. She was some a damn alias at the, uh, at the hospital. <laughs> yes, but, yes. But she actually called a few times to make sure that she got the information. That, I mean, that is just, that's that's so kind of you. and so no, sweet. we go through things. Like, I was going through my surgery, mm-hmm. and I was laying, I was, in like, on bed rest mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. And people were sending flowers, and I just knew what it felt like when you just laying there like, oh, my God, my life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, what's going to happen or how, how did this happen? And then... You feel you see the people that love you, yeah. and then the people you thought loved you, yeah. they don't be around as much. And then mm-hmm. you start looking like, damn, like I put in time to the wrong people. Mm. So when I saw that had happened to you, I was just kind of like, wow, you know, she was living her life. She mm-hmm. never knew that this was gonna happen to her. No, nope. I just wanted to sing you something because thank you. It was it was it was so thoughtful of you, and it and it really did. It just made me. I, I was having trouble, you know, like just like you know believing in humanity. I was like losing faith and whatnot, and it's just like the kindness of strangers, people I'd never met before, just extending themselves to me, just saying you're in my thoughts, you're in my prayers, or even just giving me advice. It's it was so nice of you. Thank you so much. I'm glad you that's the soft beautiful. That's the softer <laughs> side of Kate. I, I, and I was saying off camera, you know, uh, I take a lot of pictures with a lot of people, and people would assume from Instagram that you're friends with everybody, mm. and it's rare, especially with celebrities. I don't tend to become friends with celebrities because then favors start getting asked. Yeah. And don't do this. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. But the thing I love about yeah. you is you really are transparent. What you see is what you get. Uh, what you feel, you put it out there. You have no, you give no fucks when it comes to <laughs> nope. living your life. Does it? Does is there any fear that comes with that though? Because yeah, not everybody I can have, have fear. that. Just because you do it, don't mean you're not fearful. Why are you doing it? Um, I just know that I just handle myself better when I know I've done what I believe in. Mm-hmm. Mm. I just handle it better. Like I can behave how you want me to behave, and it probably would be more commendable. Mm-hmm. I would be further along in my career if I behaved as they want me to, but that's just not who I am. You're very authentically you. I yeah. mean, you know, you you make for good reality TV Thank because you. you're you're you want all the smoke. You're about that life, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, you truly, it, when you watch, when you see you on reality TV. It, there isn't a thought in my mind that you are not being true to yourself, that you are actually mm-hmm. saying, the thought leaves your mouth, this is exactly what I think, yeah. you know? And whereas other people, it looks a little bit more like an act. Manufactured. Very yeah. manufactured. And you, Thank zero you. manufacturing. Very I, I mean, it's pros and cons. Like, you'd be like, why the hell I say that? Like, damn, did but, I say that? But that's what you thought. And I don't go to hurt people either. Mm-hmm. I'm not a very, like, going after hurting people. Mm-hmm. So... 
if that's what I thought, I just kind of thought it and I said it. But this is, I mean, but that's why, speaking of reality TV, mm -hmm. I mean, I told you when we uh, talked last, I mean, I really loved you on Love and Hip, Hip Hop Atlanta mm -hmm. because when you were in Atlanta, I feel like they were just real organic. It was real organic conflict. It was real. Then you popped. It was real. Then you, then you popped over here to sunny L.A. where you know the shade yeah. is real and it's fake and it's phony and these motherfuckers out here don't know how to keep it one hundred. How do you? How did you survive in that? Because it was like you knew kind of what you were getting into. Atlanta was like war. Yeah. Atlanta was like the get down, get down. It was no plan, no like you know. Oh my God, like, oh my God, you said this. No, that was some other stuff in Atlanta, Georgia. You know, so coming to LA and then loving hip hop LA and just seeing people's moves and motives, it was very easy. You know what I'm saying? Because we was dealing with some real life. We yeah. was dealing yeah. with street shit, baby mamas. We didn't know none of this stuff. Like, we didn't know this part. We didn't know each other. Mm -hmm. And we literally got together and had issues, mm -hmm. real issues we had. And mm -hmm. then it just went. So coming here and just kind of seeing people make up things, <laughs> um, really go to extremes to make up things, for attention, mm -hmm. it was like, wow, this is Hollywood. All these motherfuckers acting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you mm -hmm. know, but they all acting. You know when the first time I saw you was? New York. <laughs> no, 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 no. You I don't know who it was that you were, you know, in, in scene with, uh -huh. but they'd come to bring you flowers and you ended up <laughs> smashing them on on the head. Yeah. And all these roses just went everywhere. And it was the it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Like it was I was like, this girl is great. You know what, but Melissa? funny crazy. I laugh too. Um, <laughs> people be like, "You should be ashamed of yourself." <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. I, I be it. like, we all do some behind closed doors, and right. you make people on reality be the scum mm -hmm. and the bottom of the barrel, and mm -hmm. most awful. When those people, if they're not making up their story, those people are really giving you their real lives, mm -hmm. and they're really in front of you with all of their emotions, mm -hmm. all of their flaws, mm -hmm. and everything and you sitting at home judging it doing way worse stuff mm. ever mm. you ain't never got mad want to pop a bitch with some flowers and I've seen a couple people online that got some shit to say knowing they work okay. in that McDonald's drive through you know there's some people you want to throw fries at so why not <laughs> let's switch sides let's switch sides no because I know and even with you in Hollywood um, you know that scene with you and when you and Lyrica Anderson were going back and forth you okay. had that damn thing in your arm did you have oh. a, you had an IV in your arm yeah but people understand with that <laughs> I was really sick as shit I had just it, I got up out of bed and my legs gave out mm -hmm. mm. so imagine being up and running on stage doing shit and then getting up one morning regularly getting up mm -hmm. and then you stand up and your legs give out Mm. And you like, what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. So you're going through all of that. You still trying to be like friends to people. It's your album time. Yeah. You're into it with your label. You fighting back about your single. You got this album coming out. You can barely fucking walk. You're fucking sick. Your vision is blurry. You wow. rush. You being rushed to the hospital. You telling this girl through all of this, I'm gonna give you the opportunity to get on stage mm -hmm. and take my fans. You know what I'm saying? Get up there and sing and do what you got to do and make those fans, take those fans, build, keep Share going. Share your platform. Yeah. yeah, and I did. And Cash, I also invited Cash Doll um, to perform. 
She was there on time before me. Beautiful as fuck. Ready to go. You know, when I got there, Lyrica was the one opening. She wasn't even there when I got there. And my hairdresser was there. She told her to go find her bathroom. She was kind of being diva. So when I talked to her, you know, in that, I said, Lyrica, I'm having a full conversation. You know, I don't show you everything. I'm like, don't make the mistakes I made. I don't burn the bridges that I did. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Pick your battle so that you can move forward. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, you're very spoiled. And this business doesn't care that mm. your mama saying that uh, that you was in a group of 50 people <laughs> writing. That's not what the industry cares about. Mm. It's now. Even for me. Bitch, it's time for me to put out some music, bitch. Because you, you around here saying can't raise a man. That man should have been grown. I, 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 was, <laughs> listen, I was just at Atlantic Records not too long ago. Uh-huh. And you were on Atlantic. Yeah. And yeah. I remember the last time we talked, and we've talked privately about mm-hmm. you doing country music. And I'm like, we need a K. Michelle country music album. And then and then you went to Na- and then you went to Nashville and told the people told all these white people can't sing better than this black girl. What, Let me what, tell y'all, this is a perfect setting. <laughs> you see, I normally try to defend myself online. Yeah. I said I'm not defending myself no more mm-hmm. because out of all these years, if you ever, even if you didn't like me, if you watched or you know wanted to judge me and paid attention, you would know I never like react first. Mm-hmm. I'm never coming at you hard first. I'm always coming at you cool as shit. Until you do something to me, yeah. mm-hmm. then I'm give you hell, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna win it. <laughs> so that's. But how said it? Okay, for people listening that may have missed it, I don't know how people miss it because I could when my staff sent it to me because they know we like each other. I said, put that <laughs> shit up right now. <laughs> so, so you're in Nashville. <laughs> so you're in Nashville. I'm, Take it. I, I'm assuming there's all white people there. Yes. And you can sing your ass off. Yes. And you looked very comfortable. It's not like you were there to were you there to perform. I went there to do what I needed to do. <laughs> Whatever oh. needed to so be done. It, so tell people what happened. You were there and what happened? So I'm at this bar. A lot is going on. Nashville is very uptight right now mm. because of the Lil Nas record. Mm-hmm. It's a black so they're not, guy. They're not feeling that. Oh no, they put up a sign and everything. Congratulating in the city. B- Billy Ray Simon. I yes. did see that. Yeah. And they know, and he had to go with his sign and say, thank you, Lil Nas, for this. Mm -hmm. They are very irritated. Mm -hmm. Just even from the thing of how they treated, Mm -hmm. even how they treated Beyonce performing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? How they treated her. Mm -hmm. And Nashville has always been known to keep their music their music. Well, you can look at it as good and bad. If we did that, and this music instead of having all these bitches Sam in Hollywood. Smith, Sam they having Smith. all these bitches in Hollywood run around putting saying they doing music and can't sing and can't rap. Mm-hmm. If we was that tight in our music, we would have great music and our babies would have love like Motown. Are you talking about Monice and April? I don't. <laughs> oh no, I didn't I, I didn't know where we was going. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm talking about this country thing. Okay, sorry, get, sorry. Let me no, then we'll get on that. Okay. So, <laughs> with the, so with the country music. So I went to Nashville. I had already like sat down with Chris Stapleton, talked to him about it, um, went to Nashville mm-hmm. and said, okay, I'm going to go. This was my third time down there for mm-hmm. country music. Um, I had a show, an R&B show for the NFL draft. So I did it. So I said, let's go to like a honky tonk. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to a honky-tonk and see how they get down, you know? So I walk in. Of course, I'm the only black person. Then I got two big black men behind me that's huge because they the bodyguards from the other show. 
So I got these two big black dudes, a room full of all white people, drunk, all the country music. So they letting people get up there and sing. That's what Nashville known for, singers getting up there really singing. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. They don't, you got to pay your dues to get in country. You don't do that. You mm-hmm. get up there and you pay your dues ain't around no, that city. Ain't no auto-tune in it. No. Oh, you get up there on that stage, no matter how big you are, they still get up there on them stages in Nashville and sing. I like that. So I said, I want to sing. Hmm. He said, well, this is not the night. This is not the night. This is country song. This country music tonight. Did he say what? that? And you was what like, yeah. Did he hear your... The, your what a God. Wait, the man that was on the video with you? Say no, that? he was the cool one. He didn't know. Like, it was the man that was running the music and everything, and people was going up there and they were singing. He, he no told idea. He had no idea that that's how I paid for college, through yodeling. Mm-hmm. You can't look at people because I act like you think or because I look like this. Mm-hmm. I grew up. My mother took me to Bob Westbrook. He's one of the biggest people. He trained Britney Spears, Justin mm-hmm. Timberlake, Miss America's. And he said, I was a little girl, and my mother took me to him. And he said, no offense, ma'am, but this is a little black girl, and they're going to expect her to sing Whitney Houston with this big voice. Mm-hmm. I want to teach her something else, if you will allow me to teach her something else. And it was how to yodel. Wow. And it was how to sing country music. And it was how to love different things. So I, the first tape I ever got was The Judds. Wow. Mm. So you're going to look at me in my face and tell me that I can't get up here. You didn't even, it didn't even click that I can sing this. You just saw my face uh-huh. and said to me. And put you in the category. Yeah, this mm-hmm. country night. But that's how the industry works, though, too, right? I mean, yeah. for the most part, labels, yeah. when they yeah. see a black girl, especially with a voice like yours. A black girl with attitude and a voice like mine, you automatically marry Jay Black. Mm. Automatically. You, you've expressed before that you wanted to do a country album. What was that? pushback like why didn't my label they promised me they would string me along every album oh wow after the first album they said you can have your country first album did so good let's get this out Mm -hmm. you would give i kept announcing it i kept announcing it to my fans i was told and once you put it out there to your fans what the labels don't understand is that now your fans are on you every day asking you where's the album Mm -hmm. hello rihanna shout out to rihanna <laughs> I want that Rihanna album. <laughs> okay, so I want it. I love. So the label, it's the label. So they told me they kept saying you can put this out when you do this, when you do that, da 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 da. So finally, that last album, that very last, I said, okay, I'm down to really like my last album's over here. We got two, and I ain't did nothing. I never picked one of my singles. My mm. whole career, I've never picked what I sang ever. Wow. Never what you guys got to see first. That's crazy. Ever. And the time I did, it was the biggest fight. The biggest fight I think I have ever seen. If I went into the politics of what happened and all of that, they put Chris Brown in it. It was just a lot that to get the money that they needed. They put artists in the lane. And you have a quota that you need to make. Mm. It's a specific executive. He has on his wall. He doesn't give a fuck. If you walk in his office, he has career artists and single artists. I was just happy just I was on, on the, the career artist. <laughs> yes. And then ask me, what do you think about this person? Mm. Well, I think da 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 this, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I sat in a, at, a, at, a, at a table like this. I hit a song. I hit play. It was a beautiful record. It was a country record. I was told in my face, and I respect them because I like people give me the real. She looked at me. I was told, if this was Taylor Swift record, that it would be a huge record. But I was—I speak about this all the time. I was told to my face. 
several times, but that one particular time, I'll never forget. Did you see how Taylor Swift tried <laughs> to do the Beyonce thing? Girl, you not no Beyonce. This is I what said, well, I said she looked... Out there with that band. <laughs> I said that perform <laughs> On the last show, I said that performance looked like uncooked chicken. It sure did. <laughs> <laughs> but Raw it's, meat. But it, but it's crazy. No seasoning on there. You got all them people up there in their pink suits banging on them drums Jesus. like that. Offbeat. Dancing all beat. She is the female southern beat. version of you. Oh, this one right. Let me like you guys are listen, like. She called. She Facetimes one day. She Facetimes <laughs> one day. Breast hanging out. And <laughs> I and, and I answered the phone and she had like this robe on. You know she's a beautiful body. She's sitting there and she's like, "Hi." She goes, "This don't offend you." Right? I go, "Well, this ain't typical, but I can fuck with it. I mean, I can roll with it. <laughs> I ain't gonna screenshot nothing." <laughs> No, but, but, go, but going back to going back to Nashville and talking about freedom, freedom from labels, freedom of speech and all that. Is that kind of what when you got when he said that to you and you got up there, did you feel free to just express how you felt? I was fearful because I didn't know, you know, they be lynching us. They be lynching us and shit now. We act like this shit ain't still going on. Mm -hmm. They get away with killing us. So I got up there like I feel like I look at people like Muhammad Ali. People can say what they want to say about he was fearless. me. You know what I'm saying? He was fearless. My mm -hmm. daddy is an African American professor mm -hmm. at University of Memphis. He I didn't get to work at like a regular job. I had to work at the Civil Rights Museum when Martin Luther King was killed. Mm. Because he paid me. He didn't want me to work for white people. Mm. And, so, and you you're raised in an area that's different than like me from I mean though there's race here in LA and there's race yeah, back home but in the south in the south I mean you, you you getting home and getting getting to school getting from home to school and home is a task it's a task but and I got you, a son but when I you, got a black when son you, when you got up there though and you said that in the room you said you first of all you introduced yourself as somebody who's been on the billboard they needed to know <laughs> they needed to know who was there that this wasn't a black straggler that just rolled up in your in your hoop <laughs> your hoop what is it called? Yeah, your yeehaw, <laughs> your honky tonk. Your yeehaw. And so no. when you say this to these white people and you go on and you basically say, you say, you mentioned Chris Stapleton, you talked about how you, this little black girl seems better than all these, some of these white yeah. conscious. What was their faces like? In shock. <laughs> in shock. I mean, a lot of times I talk people face in shock, so I wasn't shocked. Like, they was like this. Everybody look nervous. <laughs> they don't know how to react. Do we, do we cheer? Like, what's going on? So I hopped up there. He said, no, soon as the last person, because I never disrespect another artist's show mm -hmm. while they in the middle singing, no shit like that. Mm -hmm. So soon as that girl got off that stage, I said, yeah, I'm going. We finna get up there. So I went up there and I said, hello, Nashville. I'm here. This is who the fuck I am. This is what I have accomplished. And y'all, because it was a longer, it was a longer video. So I was saying, you know, I might, I listen to the city girls. I listened to that, I curse your ass out, but guess what, I sang a country song down. I can yodel, I can sing, I can play the guitar, and I will sing any white motherfucker <laughs> under down, because that's our music. Yeah. We started this yeah. country music, black people. That's our music. Mm. For there never to have been one black woman to chart in country music is ridiculous. But mm. that's what I would think the label would try to capitalize on. No. That. Why would they listen to a single and say, oh, if somebody else sung it, this could be a big song? You think song. about think about money. You're not thinking about business. If you're thinking about business, I've invested in K. Michelle. Mm -hmm. This is my next Mary J. Blige. I've claimed this. Women mm -hmm. relate to her. Yeah. And I get this. This is this K. Michelle, the product. Yes, the product. We are putting a ton of money 
behind this product. Mm-hmm. And this product wants to switch mm. over to some other shit and go away from the money of that her quota is making us in R&B. We got our R&B girl. Mm-hmm. Well, Label, no, labels are very formulated. It's only money. They, they always have been. We talked about this. Jason, you talking to this too. If Sam Smith or somebody else sings an R&B song, but now that's now a pop song. That's blue-eyed soul. Well, listen, what they said was people don't care about R&B music unless white people are singing it. That's where I get mm-hmm. confused because I can listen to a K. Michelle song and if Ariana Grande sung it, now it's, it's a pop. pop hit. Oh, but let me say, the confusion for me, she brought it up earlier where people didn't really, because see, people get so enamored by Beyonce that mm-hmm. they don't take a look back and kind of look around. When she went on stage with the Dixie Chicks, don't forget the Dixie, Dixie Chicks, Chicks are were, in trouble. Don't forget they were parked years ago mm-hmm. when they got into it with Bush. And, Bush, spoke yep. Up, yep. and mm-hmm. they still do them. And like so that. Mm-hmm. Beyonce put them on uh, th- their song and she her song and performed it. First of all, she looked great. They looked great. They had an, a, a beautiful arrangement. I would have thought it was an uh, opportunity to embrace mm-hmm. this, but the the test on people's faces was like, "Bitch, you don't belong at this award show." This is what happened with that. You had half and half. You had half people, well, yeah, you had half people people. who were just outright racist. You had half of Nashville that were outright racist. Even when she put out Becky with the good hair and she had her concert, Mm -hmm. they were trying to stop the concert in Nashville. Wow. Wow. Right? So then, you know, she got up there, and then it's like, okay, so you had 50% 50 was racist, the other 50%, they just are in their music. Mm -hmm. Country music is a distinct sound. The little Nas record, I want him to make. He's a black person, and it should make it. But that's not a country record. Mm-hmm. That's not the. That's not if you're going on what a country music is from sounds, way back and how it is for them. That's not a but country he, but record. But he got attacked too by Davies, who was attacking him for saying that ain't hip hop. And and then he that's went a back, pop record. And then he went back and forth saying, "Nigga, I got a number one song. It don't matter what it is. That's I a pop record. It's a pop record." country because you do a twang or maybe say things like a tractor and a horse yeah that you haven't studied you didn't study that genre of music that's that's what we think they sing about mm-hmm. but i'm telling y'all in here who listen to everything melissa what you going through baby i'm gonna send you a text if you listen to certain country music because we don't get r&b music no more it's mm-hmm. gonna heal your it'll take you up out of here tell, mm-hmm. tell me who are uh, some of your um greatest country influences um i love allison Krauss. she's deep mm-hmm. country i know who she, she is she's bluegrass mm-hmm. she takes it there so that's the type of album i would have to do mm-hmm. proving myself in country i can't do country pop yeah mm-hmm. i have to show them i know what the fuck i'm doing and i country, know country pop would be considered like carrie underwood it would be Carrie. Well, Carrie Underwood's going even back country more. Yes, her first yeah. album was. Yeah, she is. Had you have her first album? I did. Yeah, that album was amazing. Yeah, it was so R and B. Well, me, so and me and K Michelle both love Kane Brown for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told him when you do that country album, if you get a duet with him, bitch, I'm coming. They they gave him the worst time (laughs) for being. They didn't know he was black, and then when they found out Mm -hmm. that he had black and him, that's who Sam Smith, not Sam Smith, that's who Chris Stapleton talked to me about when we were Uh, talking about the state. mm -hmm. Chris is amazing. We sat there, him and Chris Pratt, Chris Mm -hmm. Stapleton and Chris Pratt. We all sat around, talked about the state of music, Mm -hmm. and he told me. Baby girl, they're not gonna give it to you because they didn't give it to him. Even Chris Stapleton was a stand was wow. he was like a castaway. They said he was too too blues. He had too much urban in him. Wow. Damn. So and Chris Stapleton straight cut straight and they guess what the women, the white women in Nashville are fighting. About. They don't even let they not even signing girls. 
it's white men. That is a white man genre. So white women are in Nashville on their own movement mm-hmm. trying to get in. So wow. it's the hockey of music, huh? It's, it's the hockey. Exactly it's all the money. <laughs> you never. It's no age on that. Mm-hmm. It's no age on country. No, they they buy everybody's album. They sell out. They tour quietly for years. Darius Rucker mm. tours. He always got a show. Hootie well, and the Blowfish. Well, I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to you changing that. And I and I and I love that you've stood your ground and fought for what you believe in. I ain't fucked them people up and, in and there, you, man. And you know what? The the whole. I'm gonna tell you what the. Uh, what the reparation is going to be is mm. when you have that number one album, that number one country album, or you have a collaboration that crosses genres. That makes I'm going to get that. I'm working that. on it now. It's a certain person that I have really been, I've kind of been hounding them down. I'm doing good. Mm. Um, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm okay with like fighting yeah. for a feature of someone that I admire or someone that I think is musically gifted. Mm-hmm. So, you know? So you're here in Hollywood. Let's go back to Shady Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> because I Oh, mean, no, but let me tell you one good thing yeah. that came from the Nashville thing. Um, P from QC hey. hit me about um, what he saw. He was like, you know, that was so dope of you for taking up for yourself. He was like, for that, for your next album. City girl record on me. I said, hey. hey. <laughs> Listen, yeah. what you need to do is a straight country yeah. album and have a feature from City Girls. Yes, actually. I don't even think they be, I don't even know. Do but they I, would, I would do some shit like that, straight country, slip in that, and just to show them that my culture is in this Period. Yeah. <laughs> so back to Shady Hollywood. Okay. You're here in Hollywood. Um, you know, April Jones used to be the co-host of this mm. show. Uh, she kept Melissa's seat warm for her while she was out. And uh, well, I kind of miss those. From what I, I was a bored at first. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, when you was gone, it was a little bored. Oh. You know, when you were gone, K. Michelle privately told me um, she was just like, since you know, you Melissa's not been there, mm-hmm. you haven't really brought on the guests that you want. And like, you still like this shit was popping. And mm-hmm. honestly, yep. for me, I didn't want to waste the interviews. <laughs> I didn't want to waste the interviews. Well, April wasn't doing anything. She was showing up. Yeah, she's she's pretty girl. So I, this business, people think if you're pretty, you can walk on water. <laughs> Hollywood would tell a motherfucker just because they have a six pack that they could be a singer or a radio person or anything just because they're pretty or damaged. Sing- no singles, no rapping, no singing. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. He the only one with the six pack. I'm here. a DJ, bro. Yeah, yeah but Born it's like raised. Hollywood makes you think if you're pretty, you can do anything. Mm. And people who worked hard in things for years. Well, I think I think besides the show being flat, I mean, mm-hmm. just be if being fully just fully transparent because the audience has been asking me. I went live yesterday on mm-hmm. YouTube, and they're like, "You spill the tea, but you need to spill your own." And I was thinking about Wendy Williams and mm-hmm. her husband mm-hmm. and her coming I on her show and that. saying, "I'll tell you everything about mm-hmm. everybody else, but won't <laughs> tell you mine." Mm-hmm. My challenge, that. my challenge wasn't just that she didn't have a perspective mm-hmm. really when it came to representing the voice of women. But I think that like we had interviewed an African who had who was basically darker than damage yeah. and now is lighter than me. And mm. you didn't say one word. Mm. I mean, black women everywhere want to know what the fuck does she do? What did she do that for? Mm-hmm. And that was your voice. But what was really the deciding factor was I'm hearing in the you know, I had my falling out with Moniz mm-hmm. and we hadn't worked through it yet. And I had ran into her. Mm-hmm. What was what was that about? There was some old film and shit that we just didn't. I mean, we had a you know, uh, she was basically OK. So Moniz was doing her dirt um to my team and i had had a private conversation with saying like you keep fucking with my team 
you know, you're going to force me to come out the cave because mm-hmm. I'd be at the house. I don't yeah. even, you know, just but my team are young college students, young women, for the most part, who are just aspiring to be in this mm-hmm. industry. Mm-hmm. And when they get on the carpet, they're not asking you questions that are inappropriate. They just asking you the questions that I want. And none of them are, you know, in your business. It's just mm-hmm. like, hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And she had done that a few times. And I felt like I called her. I said, I'm going to need you to not do that anymore. No and this the people didn't really know this. I never talked about it. Um, but once she did it again and it was like, whatever, that's when, you know, I started pulling Monisa's receipts out and then I just used my platform to just attack her every time I could attack her. But I felt like I was growing. I grew out of that random Monisa in the streets. And I said, look, I, I want us to have a moment where we can reconcile. Let's let's for the audience. Let's deal with it in public. We yeah. don't need to deal with it right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. She was like, I'm cool with that. And we had an agreement off camera to meet and ha- and go through it together publicly. Mm-hmm. Did you all? Well, I didn't do it because once she was in an unfortunate car accident, Mm -hmm. April had been filling in. So I put her in the show. Mm. April and her had conflict because the girl was saying April was selling pussy. Then she said she was fucking her baby daddy Fizz. And then they did the. Wait, wait, wait. Who was selling pussy? Monique said that April was selling. Oh, Monique said April. I was going to say Monique ain't selling no pussy because. She been around that man up out of there before she even opened her legs. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker ain't selling no goddamn pussy. She's selling headache. <laughs> the fuck well, you talking about? Well, I have a client that I can have a client that can help uh, women get their vajayjay back together if really? it's falling apart. Listen, stay on track. Okay, sorry, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> this is why I don't like being around her because she pulls. She just pulls like like I, I am really trying to get into the gates of heaven. You gonna get there? I know I'm gonna get there, but I'm gonna go through the fire first. You can get there. Your your thing is you tell them you get into the gates of heaven. God likes you because you're telling people their truth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, so I really? said to Moniz, I, I want to do this on camera. Mm-hmm. You can say whatever you feel. I'm going to say whatever I feel. Let's mm-hmm. go through it. And really with the intent to bring reconciliation. Because mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, we're growing, we're growing, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So I held off mm-hmm. doing that with Moniz for our audience because mm-hmm. April was going to be here. Mm-hmm. Then April got on the show. And then she was basically, they got in this big old fight. And then they, there was a diss song, Betcha Wuncha Kutcha. What was the song called? What was the song called? Should have known better. There was a diss track that it came out. Mm-hmm. April had attacked the poor girl. So I was like, oh, so so April told me when I see this bitch who on did, site. Who so who did? So April, Moniz did the song. April is an artist. Yes. No. You know this. No. Mm. Don't, don't do that too. Listen. Did she do you the song? And then stop. Don't, don't put. Like we already have problems with people pretending to be artists. Don't do that. Just say she records music. No, I think that's appropriate. But that's different because you could record a voicemail and there could be music in the background. I don't like people work hard to be artists. You work hard at your job and it's a shame to get into the NFL. You have to get drafted. Why don't you have to be drafted to get into the music industry? But if she drafts, she wouldn't be. This is all else fails. If the nigga I was fucking, you know, if I don't have a baby by him, oh, well, I'm going to go she, be a rapper. She has two kids. I'm going to go has, sing. She has two kids. By well, if he though. stops talking to me, I'm going to go be, I'm going to go be a artist and start singing some stuff. So, you ain't did this your whole life. Motherfuckers around here been grinding at this. Like this, my mother them was minus the beating was Joe Jackson them. So you going to wake up one morning. All of a sudden, and decide you want to start talking. So the, so the straw that broke the, so the 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 straw that broke the singing camel's back, was that she did this all this when I see she it. She can sing but can't talk. When I see the bitch, no, but not even that. Listen, she sing was, but can't do an interview. That's being on the stage, ho. Get up there and do what you got to do. That's going. 
Like, no, you but, represent women. She gone. You represent women. So you need to get up there and be the face of every woman from the hood to the to the corporate America. Every woman that look at you and up in here on this show, every woman needs to be able to look and see a piece of them somewhere in them. Well, because they're watching it like a movie. And when I start saying well, my... Well, I watched it. When, I watched it like it was I, a sleeping pill. But when I say... <laughs> When I say my, no, and I, you know what? And I fell asleep I at the did. wheel sometimes because I felt like when I'm saying my craziness, mm-hmm. there has to be humor and all that, but there has to be the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you are the voice of reason. the voice of reason. There yes. was no voice. And mm-hmm. I think that what happened was the whole, the shoulda, coulda, woulda, or the whatever the diss track was and the holding off of Moniece for them to figure out because she told me she going to whip her ass on site. And then I had called Moniece to say, got to do this interview later because uh, April's here. Wait, 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 wait. But Moniece said, when I see her, it's on site. But trade therapist. But then I heard... I then I heard that they had made up and I was like, I can't. You did it off camera. You didn't give it to our audience. You really ain't trying to be the best. I'm trying to be the fucking best at this shit. I want to mm-hmm. put Charlemagne and Ebro not She's in the unemployment to, that's line, not what, but, that's but I not want them to be behind me. Mm-hmm. She wasn't there for that. She wasn't. That's not a passion. Mm-hmm. Like this is her passion and what she does. You can't just like fill people in. It's your brand. Like you've grown it. And a lot of people pay attention. So you let her fill in. I feel like you you did what Hollywood did. You let her fill in because she was pretty. Then she had all the drama going on. You sitting up in here with the drama up in your room, in your on your bedroom, and you ain't even talking to the girl. She got all the drama. The only thing she brought was the millennial to a drama. But you can only talk about Omari on so many episodes. Then, then Hollywood Unlock got listed in her legal paperwork with Omarion. I'm, I'm Jeez, listed. Louise. It was too much behind the scenes. So the fans don't really understand. But they're so happy that you're back because they get perspective. And now now yeah. you got it. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And now her and Moniz, they're going to do a double album tour and show up at the BET Awards hand in hand to sing their performance. I don't know what's going on. Well, Changing Faces did it. Remember them? <laughs> I really liked them. Who was that? I had their album. Oh, my God. Oh, should have had them once, but I No, got that's smoking still. Oh. <laughs> Changing face. Do you buy the vibes, Joe? Took you up. Mm-hmm. Don't mind. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they was two pretty That was girls. ice cream truck money. They was two I mean, pretty girls. <laughs> no, I don't know. Who knows? Like, I'm never one. I'm not going to knock nobody. Would you um, give them a feature? Never. But I'm never. <laughs> no, I just take my stuff. I'm not. I don't want to take my voice, something I work. This some this all you know. Yeah. This what I had. This what God gave me. I really worked hard at. Would it. you let Monice and April open up for you? Never. Would you let them carry your bags on tour? <laughs> no, I wouldn't even do that because they'll be fighting. I wouldn't even get my bags for tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm not gonna do that. Like Jeez. I want they. I want them to do well. They can do what they need to do. Especially Monice. I want to do well. It's just like the focus. It's very. It'd be very difficult. It's, I didn't, I didn't even. But Monique, listen. It's, yeah. It'd be very difficult. To have like you know, to try to have a friendship or to deal with someone when one they be lying to you all the time, and then two, it's like you say you want to be a singer. I've struggled my whole life to sing mm. to take care of my family, and you're sitting here. And I'm to supp- be taken seriously. Yeah, as to an be artist. taken seriously, and I'm holding. You want me to hold the phone when I got shit restaurants and everything I could be doing. Mm. I'm supposed to hold the phone and console you about your music you don't even hold yourself about your music and i'm supposed to do this and baby you about something that you won't even show up to the studio about and are i'm supposed to do something where you get on the stage and you say it was two o'clock mm. 
you can't perform because your voice and you and your band was tired at 2 o'clock in the morning when you got Beyonce falling down metal steps and getting and popping, right back up and, and popping the fuck back up and we sit up here like I sit up it been like I got on the stage in a wheelchair last year mm. bitch I didn't got on the motherfucking stage in a motherfucking wheelchair ho and you gonna call me talking to me some shit about you can't motherfucking get on stage because your opening acts took too long in the first place opening what <laughs> I mean, you gotta open up the. Uh, you gotta open, open up. up the foolishness, goddammit. <laughs> and you gonna talk? You think I'm supposed to listen to you? You be lying to me about some whole other shit wait, when I'm trying to be some, your friend. I'm wait, mad. Wait, wait, wait. Can I say something to the fans that they don't know behind the scenes again? The way you looked out for Melissa and didn't even yes. know her. Yes. You really were. This one before mm. I had fully because we me and Monique still have not made up, mm -hmm. but we've agreed to go through the process well, of trying I tried to. to help that but too. you were helping her behind the scenes, mm -hmm. and you were a friend, and you were even using your relationship with people like me to 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 figure out how to find yeah, cool with but, her. And mm -hmm. the thing is, like, and it's fine, and I'm a, I'm gonna support because if I say I got your back, I got it. But you can't. What you can't do is somebody comes to you. I came to her and I said, I'm trying to do this friendship thing right because mm -hmm. I always pick the wrong people. It was a real conversation. I said, you don't never got a lot of me. I never judge you. I done done fucked up shit. I've been fucked up. You ain't never got a lot of me. Mm -hmm. You can always just tell me the truth. Yeah. So if somebody calls, call, comes to you and calls you out of the blue while you're in your home mm -hmm. with your child, Minding your business and say, I need to talk to you. And then you tell me your granddaddy died, came back to life. Your granddaddy died again and came back to life. This man died four motherfucking times. In time. real life? No, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I don't be lying. You told me this man, you called me and said, my daddy died. My daddy died. My granddaddy uh, died. Then you said he came back to life. Then you said my granddaddy died again. She's like, he just won't die. And then he came back. <laughs> Ooh, I'm from motherfucking Memphis, Tennessee, bitch. This Hollywood-ass psycho shit you motherfuckers on, I'm crazy, not psycho. Uh, not dumb. Yeah. And now you Wait, done said the hell? girl done sold her pussy and slept with your baby daddy, but now they on y'all oh, gonna I, go on tour together. Oh, you talking about them? Yeah. Like and that's okay. So, no wait. So, are they really on tour well, together? Yeah, I, I thought you was making that up. She can't even find my They're, baby daddy. From what I hear in the streets, because you know Hollywood Unlocked be plugged in. I heard they doing an album and going on trying to do a tour together. Well, if it's good, it's good. Just just don't disrespect. But the both music. their baby daddies is on tour together. Okay, the well, B two five group is on tour, <laughs> and um, April's friends with Fizz. They have a really good close friendship, um, extremely close. And she has kids by Amara. But anyway, I digress. So B two K is on tour. These are people. Let me just ask in the news. Do you think that tour is going to last? Because Brad. But them people artists. What does that mean? They really, they like, they no, were they are, trained. Are. Mm -hmm. They was trained. That's Regardless of what you want to say about some, about B2K now, think about it, y'all. We, you know, like these people worked. These were little boys. They was like the Jacksons. They worked them. They mm -hmm. worked for, they mm -hmm. deserved this tour. Mm -hmm. They worked no, for I, them. No, I agree. But, but Rasby's known to pop off. He might just, in the middle of a set, be but like, But is he it. popping off? Is he popping off or is he dealing with? Telling the truth. Telling the truth and how people motherfucking make you crazy when you tell the truth. Mm. Is that what he's dealing with? Because I've been, I went through abuse and I was called crazy and everything, knowing what the fuck happened to me. And then later I was told, oh, we believe you now. It's too late. The damage is done. Mm. 
Mm. But so, he, because mid tour, he had said something about Chris Strokes, and then uh, all of a sudden, stop it! What you said, Chris Strokes? Yes, oh, I mean, did. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I meant, but you did say Chris Strokes, did I? <laughs> yes, you, you did. No, because yeah. no, we've been talking about the passing of John Singleton and all of the illnesses that people were going through. I just messed up a word. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Chris uh, Stokes. Stokes. Okay, the fact that, but what is he stressing for? Because neither one of those are his baby mama. They got other drama on tour. I mean, I don't know. Do I they? hope they. I hope they make. Well, it. I want them to keep on going because them because they, they dance, they ass off. They actually do have They're talent. Amazing. They had great records. There mm-hmm. was still a time when music and people were singing and loved their music. Mm-hmm. I want them to do well. Well, mm-hmm. what I do love is that the B2K fans. I was telling this to Jay Bug that the B2K fans have showed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have been yes. selling out arenas. So yeah. I mean, God bless them. And and besides, you know. Um, yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm happy for them though. I really am. No, no shade. This is not shade towards them. I'm just saying that no. I, I I wanna see behind the scenes, T. I wanna see when Rasby pulled up. Well, you up. ain't wanna see because you had it right up in here and you ain't say nothing. <laughs> Who? She you would, did. but I'm saying, okay. It me, ain't no way in wait. life, Jason, I would have had this motherfucker. This bitch would not have been Can I, up in here knowing she doing all this shit and sitting up here telling everybody else T and sitting there quiet like a little no, mouth. But Kay, I would have turned the Kay, mic. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> No, Kay. Next on the Kay. list is you, bitch. Kay. Kay. No, but look, Let me ask you a question. Tell us how. How big is his dick? We she want did that. To know. She did that no, one she, episode. She, she gave, she gave Hold it on. Up. She said the dick she gave, gave it fungus. Up. She said the dick gave her a bacterial infection. She said the dick. We had too want much. to know. She said if the dick, had, dick gave she her said that. The, who did gave it to but her? Which she, one? Who says she's having sex with Fizz? Maybe they just fair with. They just friends. I'm going to be Wendy Williams minus Kevin. <laughs> like. wait, wait, but let me say, let me say, let me say. <laughs> Minus the Kevin. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What's the fa- what's your favorite song that you've created? Your favorite all time favorite song? Oh, my favorite all time song that I created, I would say was um, "Sweetest Love." Okay, Omarion is her sweetest love. She talked about him every episode. We got to talk about other things. This is with the the president is fucking people. The cheese. No, she, she was talking about shit we know, like. You, yeah, she true. was talking about we this. We, we know you have a baby. We know you fucked him. You have two kids. Yeah, this is we understand it, but we want to see the shit. This show does not allow you to just kind of like sit back and <laughs> choose. And, and, and choose what kind of information, you know, whether I like it or not, uh, you know, here comes Jason and he gonna be like, No, you were doing this and you were doing Melissa, that. Melissa, <laughs> Melissa Ford. Now, Jason I call me out I, too. I, I, have, like. I eventually had to, you know, start to reveal things mm, about myself I, in order for the audience to start to feel closer no, to I, me. Thank you for saying that. But I will yeah. say this is like one she was like one of my closest friends at the time we started. Started. Yeah. literally talk every day could tell her she knew everything about me I knew everything about her so I really didn't we didn't have a meeting about where the lines at yeah. we, one day she None. pulled up in an Uber and it was a Honda Accord I wasn't in here and she had, she had never owned a Honda Accord <laughs> but I said this bitch pulled up in a Honda Accord it was the funniest thing but, well, she, but the transparency it's almost like when you walk back into your house and you coming back is just mm-hmm. like I'm home. Mm-hmm. Okay, so speaking of just coming home, Ray J and Princess's dog. I don't know if it's coming home. That motherfucker that moved out. They brought a baby <laughs> home. They brought a baby home. The dog is like, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> and apparently they got a twenty thousand dollar reward out. So I've actually been driving around. That the dog probably know how to talk. <laughs> that dog got to know how to talk. Well, twenty is is a dog worth twenty thousand dollars? 
Yeah. If you love the dog, mine was, and I let them bitches go. <laughs> what about Daisy the Chihuahua? She, you put twenty thousand out to go find her. I, you know how much I love her. That's my child. I, twenty thousand. If I had it, I don't to, even know if I'd put I out want twenty. It, I like. I don't even know if I put out twenty thousand to find my kid. If I had, oh, yeah, you gonna right. find your kid. If I had rent, twenty thousand, you gonna find your kid. <laughs> yeah, you would. You gonna find your kid. I start yeah. GoFundMe. Yeah, <laughs> it, to find my child, really okay. your ass shouldn't have left anyway. Like that damn dog should have left. The kid shouldn't have left. I had a dog napper. I think that her their dog got dog napped. No, I had a dog napper. I had I hired. Oh, you mean a yeah, dog I hired sitter. a dog sitter. Okay, but look, right. I told him that his time mm. was up and he was living off of it. So I gave him a you know a notice. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker tell me. He said he tried to tack on a whole price <laughs> or whatever and said, you don't give me this, you don't get your dog. Like tax? I said, let me tell you something. Like tax. He put a tax on he it? He tried to extort you. No, no, no. He really did. He it was a you. real thing. Like my management, everything was going back. My dogs. He was saying they was here, they was there. He going to get this. He had them bitches ransom. So what he did not know, I'm still a hood bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love dogs. I love them to death. I'm a hood bitch. You ain't going to call me. Well, you were going to call me. And, and extort you. No, he was like in 30-something. He would go up. He would go. My management was like, no, you're going up. He would go up and back. I said, I love them dogs. One thing about it, I know they're going to be fine. And you let them go? Yeah, I'm not doing it. I had somebody do the same thing to me. I'm my not. my, my, my uh, uh, chihuahua beforehand, tequila. Peep. Some chick was dog sitting her, and Did then you? suddenly she was just like, so I, she wanted to do an intervention. She was just like, so we don't think that you're a very good mom for tequila, so no. we're just going to keep her. You I named s- the dog tequila. Well, she's. Clearly, you got a drinking disorder. I mean, had one. They took your dog? She she tried to. She tried to. She said I wasn't a good mother. I was just like, ooh, okay. So I had to do some, like, psychologically, psychological trickery, get my dog back. And I was like, bitch, come near me one more time. I'll fucking call the cops. People out here stealing dogs. No, I got him so bad. That man really thought that he was going to blackmail me into these dogs. I love them dogs. They was cute. You know, one of them was a, from an ex. The other mm-hmm. ones was free. They was beautiful. <laughs> no, no, no. They was beautiful. They was real beautiful dogs. Like mm-hmm. Honey Jack. I was trying to get them Jack Daniels endorsement. Wait, why is your dog Honey Jack and your dog Tequila? I just thought about that. But y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't know. I, I vodka tried, didn't sound I was trying to give them an ad with Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I took them to the office of Jack. I was trying to get them some money. They didn't give me nothing. That's a good oh, idea. By the way, your Jack Daniels drink is actually good. The peach. Can I give you some good news I just got? Coming up here while what? I was you screaming. You got something else. When I was screaming, cover, I was screaming covered up here. Really? You know, for real, for real. Because you got a bag. No, no. Well, it was a nice, it's a bag because Jack Daniels, being on a record label, I was told. They said, they tell you what endorsements you want. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't want nothing but the Jack Daniels endorsement. Mm-hmm. They said, honey, that's not going to happen. They don't give out endorsements. The only people endorsed by Jack Daniels is Dave Matthews Band yeah. and um, Frank Sinatra. Really? Wow. That's the truth. They don't do any. They said they don't want to be that. They so Dave they said Matthews it's never. Man? Yeah, they said it's never gonna happen. Random. So we do. Do we get a I free package? Let me tell you. I, mean, I got it. <laughs> yeah. I got it. I'm gonna see y'all. So I get. I'm thinking. You know, I had all this stuff going on in Nashville. I'm like, oh my god, because people don't know. It's not an endorsement for me. I get paid off of every case sold. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh. I mean, wait, 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 wait. Every case. When you see a case in a grocery store, I'm in 14,000 stores. Well, Khalees told me that Nas beat her, and he's still an ambassador for Hennessy. No. Oh, well, I don't I'm have just- nothing to do with that. I just <laughs> I just got up there and spoke for the people on the country music. And today, getting here, I got a phone call. That's amazing. That my sales, um, I've already tripled the sales. And my royalties that I pay out, they're increasing. My royalties I pay out because... 
the brand of Southern Peach Jack Daniels has really Woo! moved. Wow. So congratulations. All about that money. Well, congratulations. Okay, so uh, last time we talked, R. Kelly hadn't been to jail yet. Now he didn't been to jail and his bank account is overdrawn by $13. Do you Have you loaned him some money? <laughs> because the, somebody had put up $160,000 for him to get out of jail and you're the only one that I think got money rolling around all around town in this uh, Rolls Royce. Uh, no. People have been asking me, you know, to talk about that situation and I think Jason was really the first person I kind of touched but a little I didn't know I, I was the first one because the way it just I mean you're so you're you're the best person to interview because you literally answered because if I don't answer you're just gonna go find that I was lying anyway <laughs> <laughs> especially your ass so I might as well just tell you you tell your truth people can't tell it for you yeah so mm -hmm. like when I started in the game with um I started off, I was signed to Memphis. I was signed and I was supposed to sign to R. Kelly mm -hmm. as the female R. Kelly. And I ended up, he was running around being R. Kelly. He never could see me. So I went there to meet his A&R, Wayne Williams. I performed, saying, he said, you definitely, you wrote this, you know, you remind me so much of Rob. So I was in that same building and Memphis was there. And I ended up getting signed by him first. Wow. Mm -hmm. So they ended up fussing and arguing. And the head of the label of Jive Records at that time, Barry Wise, said, I don't give a fuck. One of y'all sign her. Mm. So R. Kelly hadn't seen me. I thought I was doing some shit. I was like, yeah, I'm going to sign to him because you wouldn't see me. Yeah. So I signed to him. And then make a long story short, I dealt, I went through abuse. And R. Kelly, it's crazy. People call, you know, he an abuser. But an abuser saved me from another abuser. Mm. Mm. So people's stories are different with different people, you know. And for people to reach out, networks and people to reach out to me. They to, wanted you to say something negative. They wanted me to destroy him when he was already down. And my thing with that was, you don't know what I'm doing behind closed doors for those girls. You don't know what I saw. <coughs> and I live with him. So I know everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know. I live with this man, and um, I know everything. All I know is if I talk, everybody's going to jail. How did you? How did Ooh. you create? You look like you're getting emotional right now. I mean, I mean, I do. I, I try to. Um, that's something for me that, you know, it's just, it's like a catch twenty two. You damn it, you do. You, you damn it, you don't. But if somebody saved your life, mm. when another motherfucker was trying to take it, mm. I mean. You want me to, to just destroy the only person that didn't yeah. have my back? Mm. Like, for real. In this business, the only person that had my back was him. So you want <laughs> me to, you've already got him. You want me to get on this show or, or get somewhere and sit there and destroy a person when nobody believed in me. And when I got my ass beat, that man called the record label and said, She's getting beat up. This girl is really gifted. That was the only person to fall for my country music. Nobody else fought for that. He called the record label and said, this girl touches women. I know she loved Mary J. Blige and y'all love, but this is not Mary. This is something different. Mm. That's your gimmick. She look and act like this, but sound like that. And I will always remember, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to agree with everything a person does. And me being a victim of abuse, you know, people feel like I should step in and be the face. Well, I was trying to be the face for you bitches. I was trying to be the motherfucker that had y'all back. And y'all call me a liar. Mm. And you can say you know it's true now. 
but you still put that on me. So I'm always fighting for my life. So that man was the you. first person mm -hmm. to make me comfortable. That was the first man to tell me how great I was as an artist. Nobody told me that. I was a black girl at a time of pop. That man said, she's really gifted. She misunderstood and really gifted. So regardless of his demons that he fight, I ain't got no heaven or hell to put him in. So I'm not gonna sit up here and judge that man for anything. But what I will say is I have reached out to those families about the situation and said what I needed to say. Cause you know what I seen? I seen mothers in the kitchen cooking. Mm. The same ones that are on the- I'm not the saying that. Okay. But I've seen mothers in the kitchen cooking. And y'all standing out here, it was managers, people, it, it, people all around. Mm -hmm. You feel me? It's people all around. So if a motherfucker been raped, touched, don't know nothing. The only thing he ever knew was music. You can't sit here like I'm talking to y'all. You can't talk to him like that. You have to literally write a song. You cannot talk to this man. He literally is a real genius. You cannot. This ain't no brainwash. Like, I ain't on no drugs. I ain't in my fucking 18. I'm a grown-ass woman. I know what the fuck. I can see what's going on with that man and what the fuck is going on. I've tried to protect. I've tried to tell him. I've tried to say to him, that ain't it. Don't do this. Stop. I've done everything I'm but supposed you, to but do. But you do realize it's... Well, let me say this. Let me say I this. did what I'm supposed to do as a friend. So I was about to say, you do realize, because what I want to make sure is clear, like, you don't own and shouldn't own or feel you own any of the things that he did or that he... I mean, you I'm could not, only do so much. I'm not. I own too much. And I'm always, the, I'm always the villain at the end, even if I've done something great. I've tried to help. I always end up something in there isn't right or good enough for my people. Well, that's what I was going to say. Do you where do you find the courage to continue to be loyal to what you feel you should be loyal to well, in spite of public opinion? Well, when you open up your DMs or when you go to your shows and you see people with slits with, with slits on their wrists and down their hand, you know, I see a lot of people at Mean Greets, no lie, a lot, a lot of people who try to kill themselves. And thank you for helping me not kill myself. I mean, that's the most humbling thing anybody can make you keep wanting to sing. If I didn't have those type of stories, I wouldn't do this shit. I got in law school. I have a full college degree. You're smart. Yeah. And got in three law schools. I could have been, I wouldn't want to do this. You know what I'm saying? But it do help people. Mm -hmm. So you can't tell me I'm supposed to help people in the way you feel I'm yeah. supposed to help them. That's not what you're going to do because I tried to help you and a year or two of my life was an embarrassment because you told me that I was lying. So you're not going to put me back there up in the fire to go and be the face, you know, for some women who have their parents knew I got a child. I got a surrogate. I'm finna have some little girls. You know what I'm saying? And I'm their mama. I'm not leaving them with that nigga. You feel me? Mm. So, bitch, you need to be responsible for that. I'm not leaving them with no nigga. And I'm definitely, if they want to be a singer, I'm going to sit there. We're going to sing together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you I, feel I, me? I definitely got that from our interview, how much you loved your son. And I know with these two babies coming in, you're, do you know if you're having twins or, I, or boy I or girl? Want, do you know? Well, we have two embryos uh, right now, and they want more. When they go into IVF, they want like 
six or nine. And that's another thing I'm going to say to black women watching. You don't have to do drugs. You don't have to do this. Black women, for some reason, maybe it's our food. If you hit 30 and you're in your 30s, you have right now because of our food, mm. you need to have IVF if you don't have kids because they're seeing cases of black women that cannot have babies mm. at as early as 30. And it's us. It's mm. only black women. Mm. All right. Well, listen, um, there's there's a few interviews I've done. There are a lot of interviews I've done. There's very few that I really, really love. Mm. And you're always one of the my favorite people to it's fun. to talk to. It's not that it's just fun. <laughs> you're but, so candid. And I mean, and honest. Good. And I really feel encouraged and courageous. Mm. I feel like the transparency mm. that you have. And I know the fans like when I when we post your or your interviews, your fans come there and find it and share it. And they say mm. how much they love you and how much. They, they 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 appreciate how they get to see the industry through your lenses and also be their front row to support your journey. And I appreciate you and I love you and I appreciate all the support you give us. But I appreciate you too. Well, thank sir. you. Yeah. I really right, do. Well, no more tears because we about to get out of here. We out. Peace. <laughs> we out. Bye. Bye. <laughs>